Welcome to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. In chapter 55 of Isaiah, verse 11, God tells the prophet, So will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Standing on this promise, T.D. Stubblefield Ministries is committed to sharing biblical principles with individuals, families, churches, communities, and our world, believing that only the Word of God can advance us in God's perfect plan for our lives, where we can experience liberating faith, lasting hope, and unconditional love in a relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Dr. T.D. Stubblefield with today's Advancing Word. There's a word for us uh, from the 14th chapter of the Gospel of John, uh, verses 1 through 6. I will be reading in the King James Version. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Most of what we will share this morning will zoom in on verse 6, where Jesus saith to the disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I want to preach for a few moments this morning, and I want to lift this thought before us, the ultimate treat. Careening and caroling down the corridors of my mind early this morning with the words of an ancient hymn that you are familiar with, He's sweet, I know. He's sweet, I know. Dark clouds may rise, strong winds may blow. I'll tell the world wherever I go, I have found, I have found a Savior. He's sweet, I know. For the spiritual in the house today, I'd come to offer you some candy. But it's not just any kind of candy because the text today addresses the ultimate treat. The fourth gospel makes this clear for it is unique in uniquely highlighting the uniqueness of Jesus Christ. It is unique in uniquely highlighting the uniqueness of Jesus Christ. In the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, uh, the focus is on the man and his mission, but John zooms in on the divinity, the ultimacy of who Christ is. And uh, seven times in this Gospel, there are some I am affirmations. In chapter 6 of this Gospel, he says, I'm the bread of life. In chapter 8, he says, I am the light of the world. In chapter 10, he's the door to the sheepfold and the shepherd of the sheep. In chapter 11, he is the resurrection and the life. Chapter 15, Jesus said, I am the true vine and you are the branches. 
And in this passage, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus is the ultimate treat. If you have a taste for something sweet, (laughs) if you have a taste for something sweet, Jesus is the ultimate treat. Now, when I ask the text that question, when I ask the text, why is he the ultimate treat? Would you not know that four reasons emerge from the text? They're all in verse 6 of this passage. In the first instance, Jesus is the ultimate treat because he says, I'm the way. He is the path that marks our purposes. He's the path that marks our purposes. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus shares with the multitudes that they are to enter in the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many go therein, he says, but narrow is the way and straight is the gate which leads into life and few there are that find it. He is the path that leads to us identifying our true purposes in life. I love the way the wisdom writer cast this in Proverbs 14 and 12. He says, there is a way that seemeth right unto men, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So many people today are on the wrong path. Path that leads to disappointment. Path that leads to disillusionment, to frustration. Chasing the wrong thing. In Florida, they race dogs. And on a particular occasion, at a particular track, there was a dog race, and these dogs are trained to chase an electric rabbit. And on a particular day at this track and this race, the race started, and the dogs were chasing this electric rabbit, and the rabbit broke down, and the dogs caught it. And when they caught it, they didn't know what to do. The race stopped. The dogs were in total confusion. They were leaping around, yelping, biting one another. Never finished the race because the electric rabbit broke down. Fame is an electric rabbit. Fortune is an electric rabbit. Power and position are electric rabbits. Only what we do for Christ, you, you have to chase something. That you can look back and say in the morning, each day with him is sweeter. Oh, I've been on this road a long time, but I can still say every day with Jesus, do I have a witness up in here? Every day with Jesus is sweeter. When you chase a rabbit you can catch, it can be taken out by chapter 13. When you chase a rabbit you can catch, a doctor's prognosis will rob you of your joy. When you chase a rabbit you can catch, you can lose your job and fall apart. Jesus said, I am the way. He's the path that marks our purposes. You never will be completely happy, completely fulfilled until you find your purpose in God. Jesus is the ultimate treat. Because he is the source of perpetual wonder. But in the second instance, he's the ultimate treat. Not just because of 
the path that marks our purposes. He is the way, but the Bible says he's the truth. He's the principle that molds our perspectives. Jesus is ultimate truth. He, he is the preeminent principle that molds our outlook, our perspective. All truth, all truth, scientific truth, economic truth, political truth, philosophical truth, all truth finds its ultimate fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Truth is a very important part of this gospel presentation. In chapter 1, John says he's full of grace and truth. In chapter 1, again, he says, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. In chapter 2, he says, the one who's doing truth will come to his light. In chapter 4, he says, the worshipers that God desires, they worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. In chapter 5, it says, John the Baptist bore witness of the truth. In chapter 8, he says, the truth will set you free. In chapter 14, he is the spirit of truth. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will take that of mine and show it to you. In chapter 17, in his Lord's prayer, the high priestly prayer, he says, sanctify them with thy word, because thy word is truth. And in chapter 18, that haunting question by Pontius Pilate, as Jesus stood before him at his trial, he says, what is truth? Good question, but framed wrong. Because the ultimate question is, who is truth? It's not what is truth, it's who is truth. Jesus is the ultimate truth about man, about God. If you're searching for the key, the answer I can tell you it's Jesus. John A.T. Robinson, a great theologian of another century, he says he's the human face of God. In this passage, Jesus says, if you've seen me, God is a spirit, but God accommodated himself, came down through 42 generations, and Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. You can reach it. If you haven't reached it yet, keep living. You, you'll get to a spot where reality is hard. It's hard to handle. Truth is hard to deal with. But, but I'm telling you, I want to give you a little hint here. While you can't handle the truth all the time, the truth can handle you. What you can't handle, truth can take care of. Uh, when it looks like things aren't going right, truth will tell you that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When the way gets rough, truth will tell you if you ask, if you ask, it shall be given. If you seek, you shall find. If you knock, the door will open. When the road gets rough, truth will step in and you hear a truth saying, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? Truth will tell you no matter where you go and who you are, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be. Truth will tell you when it's hard to take. Truth will tell you my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. Truth told Mary and Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. 
So in the second instance, he's an ultimate treat because of the principles that molds our perspective. He is truth. Thirdly, he is the ultimate treat because of the provision that motivates our participation. He is not only the way, the truth, but the life. He is the provision. John 10, 10 says that the thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come that they may have life. I'm talking about the ultimate treat here. He says, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. When the Bible uses the word life, we lose it in translation, but it's not the word for biological life. Everybody has that. That's why Jesus said, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It's not the word for soul life. What makes us truly human is that you have to have a body and a soul. But it's the word for eternal life. It's the word for the opportunity God gives every human being, every person, no matter who your mother was, who your father was, what color your skin is, where you grew up, what you've done in your life. It's the opportunity he gives us to share the life of God. And I'm telling you, if you seize that, if you experience this provision that motivates our participation, if you enjoy that, no matter what happens, you can wait. Even when things are crashing around you, you can wait like, like Job until your change come. Like Job who says, I know my Redeemer lives and even though worms destroy my body, I'm going to wait because I'm going to see God in my flesh. He is the life. Oh, he's sweet. And the life he gives you can't be replaced. There's no substitute for it. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. It's a provision that motivates our participation. There's the path that marks our purposes. He's an ultimate treat because he's the way. There's a principle that molds our perspective. He's the ultimate treat because he's the truth. There's a provision that motivates our participation. He's the life. But this text, this sixth verse says, he's also the person that mediates our pardon. The person that mediates our pardon. He's my go-between. He's your go-between. He's the mediator. Job longed for someone who could stand between him and God and mediate. A daysman. That's who Jesus is. He is the mediator. He's the one who who brings two opposing entities together, the sinfulness of humanity, the holiness of God. He's the one that stands in the gap. He stepped up. He stepped up in the midst of a stormy sea and said, peace be still. He stepped up to a little bar with a few loaves of bread and a few small fish and fed 5,000 men. He stepped up. Oh, yes, he did. On a Friday, he stepped up to Calvary and put a cross on his shoulder. Didn't he do it? And he stepped up and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He is the ultimate treat because he died for us. But he didn't stay dead. He got up. That first Sunday morning, I can't come this morning to offer you a Mars bar. Or Twix, or Baby Ruth, 
No, no, no almond joy. I can't give you a Fifth Avenue, but I am going to give you something. And his name is Jesus. Can I tell you and share with you truth about the ultimate treat? You know why I offer you Jesus? You have been listening to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. We pray that you have been encouraged with what your ears have heard and your hearts have felt. Explore our website at tdstubblefield.org for more information about us and to obtain resources provided by T.D. Stubblefield Ministries. Until next time, be blessed and remember to stop stressing and start stepping, advancing in faith, hope, and love by reading and applying the Word of God so you can stand on certain truth for uncertain times.